Today, I had the privilege of sitting down with Nicholas Leach, who is this year's winner of the Southwest Region Eagle Scout Project of the Year, and he was also one of eight national finalists for Eagle Scout Project of the Year. Nico is a type 1 diabetic diagnosed at age 10, and we talked about his diagnosis and how that became the inspiration behind his project. Nico's Eagle Scout Project also led to the beginning of a new nonprofit organization called the Diabetic Wellness Initiative. If you enjoy our conversation, make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. Enjoy. I'm Dana Austin, and this is Next Level Awareness. So seven years ago, right, that you got diagnosed? Mm -hmm. So what's your um, perspective on that? Like, what, how did, how did... Did you like know something was wrong, but you didn't say anything to your parents or? Well, we kind of knew that something was wrong and we, we've always been great communicators with each other Mm -hmm. and, uh, just con we were just coming out of a basketball season, uh, for like a, like winter league Mm -hmm. and spring baseball was right in swing. So we were in and out of practice, Mm -hmm. weather was getting warmer and I was just going to the bathroom a lot. And there was Mm -hmm. one weekend where it was like every 10, 15 minutes I was going to the bathroom, drinking lots of water, but. Uh, we thought it might have been like a UTI mm-hmm. or a bladder infection, something like that. And we went to our pediatrician and just did the regular procedure, I guess. And he comes in and he's like, hey, man, it's like you got any blurred vision, you like head feel good, stomach feel good. And he's like, you passed out recently. And we're like, whoa, hey, now that's. Like, there's, like, the normal range of questions that you ask, and then there's, like, the extreme questions. And so, then he kind of led into what uh, I had been diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So, um, my A1C was 13.9. My blood sugar was technically not even measurable wow. on their machine, but it was well over 1,000, and uh, it was it was a uh, it was a shock, definitely. So, what's normal blood sugar? Normal. For, for the average human being, it's 80 to 120. Okay. That's that with homeostasis or whatever it is uh, with your body, eighty to one twenty is normal. And even if you're if you're in like the one fifties, even that is like pre diabetes range, mm-hmm. which is astonishing to me as a diabetic who's in yeah. the one fifties pretty normally. Okay. But um, oh man, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, but uh, most adults. Uh, they they have like really like major issues from 500 to 600. Okay. So a 10 year old boy, normally functioning, nothing like remotely wrong with mm-hmm. him. Over a thousand was very uh, startling. So was it pretty quick? Like from the time that you guys noticed, you know, and then went to the doctor, like that was pretty quick for them to diagnose you. We we were there for. We, we, were, we might have been waiting for like 20 minutes. And oh, so it was that quick. It, it was pretty That's fast. Yeah. 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 But up until that point, like you didn't, you didn't have any other like symptoms or anything. No, like I was just going to the bathroom a lot. That's it. That, huh? that was literally. Well, and, and you know, you're drinking a lot of water. So right. you're thinking, you know, it's just hot outside. And, yeah. And it made and, sense. Yeah. It, it made plenty of sense. Yeah. Because basketball, you need, right. you need a lot of hydration. Baseball, every, every half inning in and out of the dugout, you're drinking water. Yeah. So. Like, it's like, okay, well, you know, that just makes sense. And we, we didn't think any anything of it until uh, that one weekend, so. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing how, I mean, like, you can just be going along just fine and your life changes like that. Yeah, it was, you know? it was crazy. But So then, like, what was it like 
right after that? I mean, did you were you ever like in the hospital for it or anything? Or uh, I was never in the hospital. I don't know how, but I, I probably should not have been allowed to go home with my parents. <laughs> but because <laughs> uh, in, in my experience with uh, other type ones, uh, like some of them were hospitalized to like six hundred, oh, and. Okay. I was over a thousand and they just sent me home. Like, okay, Nicholas, you're going to have a, just, you're going to go home now. It's like, you're going to have an adjustment period. Here's what to <laughs> yeah. do. And yeah, they kinda, just gave yeah. directions. So they, uh, they, they started helping my parents like plan meetings with like the diabetes counselors mm-hmm. to kind of like walk us through like what just happened. Uh-huh. But uh, I don't think we did anything that day. I think the only thing like tremendously like. I guess what bizarre that happened was obviously that, but I cried myself to sleep because I didn't think I'd have like brownies and ice cream again. That's oh. like, that's, <laughs> that's like the only thing that like relatively related to diabetes happened that day. So you just thought you'd never be able to eat sugar? Oh yeah. Or... I, I was very upset. I was, I was crying about all that because I was like, man, I, I want to have brownies. I want to have cookies. I want to have cake and ice cream. And yeah. I'm like, I can't have any of that. And, uh, that is... Is that what they told you? Oh, no, that's what that, that, what that, that, that's, that's the mind. narrative I created in my mind without <laughs> consoling any, any proper uh, medical advisor. But So, are you able to eat brownies and ice cream? <laughs> I, I am happy to say I had brownies and ice cream uh, last week. Nice, so nice. Is. That's cool. So, so, how do you get from there to here? Like, what, like what's a normal day like for you? Normal day on the diabetes side, um, wake up, test blood sugar, and then make adjustments based off of that. Um, breakfast would be uh, obviously dosing the adequate insulin amount for whatever carbs you had. And then throughout the day, normally right after breakfast, you see a spike, which makes sense. Uh, your insulin's chasing with the carbs you just ate. And then you see a drop, and then you're, st- you're steady. And then uh, if I have like a snack during the day, Again, dose properly, and we'll see her eyes. Then I'll come back down because mm-hmm. insulin's doing its job. Uh, and then lunch, another rise. Mm-hmm. So all the meals, all the snacks, there's a rise after you eat, obviously. And then the insulin that you dose brings it back down to that normal 80 to 120 range or 80 to 180. Okay, so pretty the, much everything revolves around yeah. your eating. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And um, then, like, what about, like, exercising or working out or anything like that uh exercise uh does play an impact um and every, everyone's different with uh diabetes uh, some people you could exercise for 20 minutes and you can see a really big decrease in um your blood sugar levels some people for me i'll i'll, I'll play basketball for 30 minutes to an hour sometimes and I'll, I'll go down and then i'll go back up okay without having anything to eat just normal activities, just running around for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, just go down a little bit, go up, and then I crash. It, it's really weird how that works because no, no, one, no one's the same. Right. And that there's kind of like a little bit of uh, like beauty in it, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, everyone's different, obviously. But to really see like the different effects that the same activity has. You could have two diabetics playing basketball or whatever sport for the same amount of time mm-hmm. and they'll react differently. Yeah. But they, everything has its own little impact on uh, my life. So. so everybody's different, but you've been able to figure out for you what your um, the way your body reacts. Is it is it pretty much like if you would take a journal and like write all that stuff down, you'd see patterns. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. 
you get to know how how it affects you specifically. So is that something you ever did was like to have a journal or like have like keep records of I mean, I don't know. Just- yeah. <laughs> um we uh, I used to have a journal. I, th- I think I stopped writing that journal uh, about three months after I was diagnosed. Mm. And it was, like, really simple. Like, ah, like, for my lunch shot, I had it in my arm. Mm-hmm. And then for dinner, it was in my stomach. Like, there was nothing, like, really, like, substantial. It was kind of just, like, day in the life, almost. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, over time, we, we kind of, like, recognized the patterns. And it's just, we, we, we already know what they are. Yeah. So we can kind of uh, prepare for whatever it may be. So one for exercise, since we just talked about that, uh, we'll, we'll start at whatever number. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll say like 170. Mm-hmm. And after we exercise, or like during the exercise, we'll come down to like 140. And we'll go up to like 200. Okay. Normally you think, ah, I'm at 200. I need to give myself insulin. But we've noticed like an hour after that, mm-hmm. I just naturally come back down to a normal level for me. Okay. So... Uh, we've had one when, when we first when that first happened we first noticed that we're like ah we need insulin we need insulin and then I crashed and went into like the fifties so oh no no not good yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's not good so what happens when you crash so depending on how severe your low is technically low is anything under eighty and for me from that like seventy nine to sixty nine range like. Or maybe even like low sixties, so so seventy nine to like sixty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say like the first thing I do is I have a starburst. Okay, a starburst just rounds me out nicely. Uh, we can, we can see um, on my Dexcom that I'll be I'll be going down. Starburst mm-hmm. will just round it out. I'll flatten out right where I'm at. Um, if I'm like steady in the sixties, then it'll just knock me up to like the nineties, mm-hmm. and. A lot of people are like, oh, drink a juice box. But, and we talked about people being different. Uh, I'm, I'm really sugar sensitive. Okay. Um, it, it's kind of weird. Um, like, like a physical juice box won't do anything. Like will do a lot to me. I'll go from 60 to 260 in all of 25, 30 minutes. Wow. When someone, another diabetic to have that, have a juice box at 60 and go from 60 to like 90. Uh-huh. It, it's so weird, but, and Brands are different too. Like different brands will do different things. Like Capri Suns don't do anything to me. That's really? a juice box. But like the one that you get like a school lunch, that mm-hmm. one that that's the one that'll like knock me up 150 points in 20 minutes. Wow. It's it's surprising half the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. So so really it's just a matter of like you have to figure out how different things affect mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Rather than, you know, yeah. just how most people yeah, I mean, there's there isn't a there isn't a standard. Yeah, I mean, right? when when I was first diagnosed, there was another girl in my grade uh, that I still talk to today. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a, she's a type one diabetic. She's been a type one diabetic for since she was like five or six, mm-hmm. and so she has, has she's known a lot. She, she at that point she'd been diagnosed four or five years, and she's she's at the point where I'm in my life where I, I kind of know mm-hmm. basically everything I can know yeah. about my body and what I have to do on a daily mm-hmm. basis. But she said, oh, I do this. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Like, we, these aren't correlating the way that they should be. So wow. um, just like it's literally a numbers game. Yeah. You can't go, um, oh, well, this is supposed to happen. Like, no, you have to, you have to look at like all the carb counts. Mm-hmm. You have to look at your actual number and... You can't just guess. There, you can't just assume what's going to happen because nothing is consistent. Yeah. Wow. Um. So, what was it like? 
being so what you were 10 yeah 10 so it was like being 10 years old having to like just change everything yeah it was and it was right at the end of the school year right around this time um and just it was i was out of school for like a week maybe um, not because like I was in any sort of like serious health condition. I, I, we had no idea what we were doing. We, right. want, we wanted to have some sort of um, like idea of like how to manage this before I went back to school. So they're just terrified of sending you back. Oh because... yeah, my my parents my parents thought that I was safer at school than at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Because they thought that the teachers would be more educated, or just because uh, our, our nurse on campus, uh, mm-hmm. she's she's had lots of experience with type ones. Uh, we obviously, or not obviously, but we have a lot of uh, type ones at, at the school. There was probably four or five, okay, um, not including myself. And she had had experience. Oh yeah, yeah. The she's years, you know? she's been a nurse for probably 15, 20 years, and she's okay. she's had her fair share of type ones, and. Um, she, she knows a lot, and we had we had we had no idea about yeah. anything. Like we we didn't even know what insulin was. Oh my gosh! So yeah, so that's an adjustment. Um, so all your teachers had to be like informed and mm-hmm. know how you would yeah. react if you were low or yeah. So uh, my 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 teacher in fourth grade was actually type two diabetic. Oh. But he he was like anti sugar, anti parties, anti everything. Like our Valentine's Day party was like twenty minutes. <laughs> like he, literally, like the little Valentine card. Here you go. And yeah, it's see like you take later. it, move on, go like divide a fraction or something. Oh my god! But uh, every so from from in elementary school, since we only had one teacher um, at a time, we didn't like switch from. We didn't have class periods. We just had one teacher, and then we go home. But uh, every every year with a new teacher, we would have we would like have like a little meeting with them like hey like here like here's who I am here's what's going on, uh, this is my insulin pump like I yeah. have these snacks I can leave them in your classroom in case I need to but I have them on me all the time yeah so in the off chance I don't have them mm-hmm. then you can have them which is kind of the inspiration for my Eagle Scout project yeah yeah that's so. cool. Um, so I guess let's talk about your Eagle Scout project, um, cause that's kind of why we're here. Yeah. Um, so what was it that, what was it that like when you were, you were thinking about a project, um, it was this just very obvious to you or was it kind of, did it take you time to figure out what you wanted to do? I wouldn't say it came to me right away. Um, I want, I want to do something personal. Uh, a lot of eagle projects. Uh, a lot of scouts like to uh, like re like re um, clean up trails, mm-hmm. and so like they'll like realign the trail. They'll clean it up. They'll fill in like holes in the ground, and those are great projects. I love doing those projects. Um, I didn't want to do another one. We, we 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 do so many, and it's not it's not a bad idea. It's a great idea. Yeah. Because the amount of use that these trails get on a given day, a given week, and especially when the weather gets nicer, yeah. a lot of people are using them. So, um, I want to do something personal to me. I want something that I could easily come up with because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not like the grand like forester that some of these guys are, but yeah. I, I have firsthand experience with type one diabetes Yeah. and at the, uh, through when I was in, in scouting at the beginning, I was a youth ambassador for the American Diabetes Association Okay. and my, my uh, term as a youth ambassador kind of got short cut, kind of got cut short with COVID. Mm-hmm. My, my meeting was like January 26th, 20th, somewhere in there mm-hmm. of 2020. So month and a half later, I was stuck at home. 
So how did you get to be a youth ambassador? Uh, there's there's a process, but every at least there, it used to be every year they they would send out uh, to all. Um, all, all the families and communities that are like interlinked with uh, the ADA, mm-hmm. um, you could like get like a newsletter. And so okay. we, we were signed up for the newsletter. It's like, hey, if you have a, a type 1 diabetic child who wants to be a youth ambassador, sign up here. Here's like information about it. Cool. And so I want I wanted to apply. Um, I wanted uh, some more hands-on experience with diabetes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was service-oriented. And I'm a very service, service-oriented person. Uh, and scouting has done a lot with me for that. But... Um, yeah, so that, that was uh, the American Diabetes Association, and now I'm a youth ambassador for JDRF, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Okay. And at, when I came up with my project, I was starting to apply mm-hmm. to be a JDRF youth ambassador. Oh, cool. So that kind of correlated together, but... Um, now, is that like a year of that too, or is it does it go on longer? I don't know yet. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think once you are... Uh, you just have to like reapply and just like, okay. hey, I want to keep on doing this. And if you don't, you're like, hey, you know, I loved it, but I just, this isn't for me. And it's like, okay. or you don't have time or. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. If, you, if you have other commitments that take up a lot of time, because there's, there's a lot of events. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know a lot of people have stuff going on. Uh, I had I had to miss an event this weekend since I was camping with my Boy Scout troop. Right. But they, they all understand. Uh, and especially with what the project's done, they, they uh, are pretty lenient for uh, what I do and don't yeah. do. <laughs> Well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so when you decided on your Eagle Scout project and you decided that this is what it was going to be, how long, like, what was your planning phase like? So, tell me, I guess, a little bit about what you wanted the project to um, accomplish. So, when we first got started, uh, I worked with my old school nurse at Zahara's Elementary. And we wanted, she sent out, uh, she got all the emails for all the nurses in Mesa Public Schools District. And she sent out an email to all of them like, hey, I have a former student working on his Eagle Scout project. How many type 1 diabetics do you have at your school? And uh, for those that responded, they said, hey, we have three, we have four, we have we have none, we have one. Uh, we, we just got a whole list compiled and 40 schools uh, responded with type 1s and there was like 125. So that was our starting number. Um, of who to work with. Okay. So once we figured out that initial number, we want to figure out like what we wanted to do to help them. And uh, I kind of talked about this before a little bit, but uh, we want to have uh, low blood sugar supplies with uh, whatever teacher they would see in a given school week at all times. Okay. So we made little emergency kits that had uh, Starburst skills and Smarties in it and carb counts for all of those and an alcohol swab to clean your hands so you can get like an accurate finger stick number. But those those kits went to uh, the teacher of the student, PE teachers, playground aides, music teacher, art teacher, STEM teacher, choir band, orchestra, anyone that they would see that wasn't the nurse. Because mm-hmm. we, we never go low conveniently right next to the health office. Right. We're always in like another room on the other side of campus mm-hmm. and we don't want a child with type 1 diabetes walking around with our blood sugar is really low by yeah. himself. So... Because you pass out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're too low, or because a lot of people don't know, like, what their body's telling them to do. Mm -hmm. Your body's going to tell you everything you need to know to do Mm -hmm. almost anything. Right. And the same thing with diabetes. So um, we also made symptom cards to tell them, like, hey, like, this means... You're low. Like, are so you, what is what are some of the symptoms? Um, for for me at least, when when I go low, I, I kind of like 
I, I get a little shaky and I'm like hungry and I get this like hollow feeling inside. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's like a mix of like hollow and like or hungry and shaky. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I'm high, I'm truly thirsty and I'm tired. Okay. That's like the only symptoms I can see when I'm high. I don't okay. really get a whole lot of other ones. But uh, you might get dizzy. Uh, your vision might get a little blurred and messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have to go to the bathroom. You might be dehydrated. Um, but there's there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah, just different. And and you just that's why they have the symptom cards. So mm-hmm. they. But, but do most kids kind of know if they're low or not? It, I would say it depends uh, on how long they've been diagnosed. Because mm-hmm. if if you're like brain, like newly diagnosed. You have no idea what's going on. But okay. once you kind of develop a routine and you kind of like learn, again, we, we talked a little bit about like it's it was a learning process yeah. of uh, how to adjust for certain events. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, once you adjust to uh, being type 1 for a while or type 2 in that case, uh, over time, you'll kind of get a better understanding of what your body's telling you. Okay. So every time I go low, I get shaky, I get hungry. Yeah, that, like, it's little, pretty much the same every time yeah, for you. Yeah, it, it's you just very, have to figure out yeah. which thing is yeah. your trigger. Mm-hmm. So okay. on, yeah, cool. on the card there's like nine symptoms for mm-hmm. each: uh, hypo, which is low, and hyperglycemia, which is high. And it, it'll tell you the symptoms. And we also wrote like some little instructions, like hey, like find a buddy, sit down, test your blood sugar, wait 15 minutes if you're low, like, grab a snack and wait 15 minutes, and then test again. And then have a, like, have like a protein snack okay. or something. Then when you're high, you can find a buddy, test yourself, uh, give yourself a proper insulin correction, have some water, do some exercise maybe. Okay. So that that that's what that's what works for me. That's what works for almost every type one that we've talked to and we've met. But that was the, that was a symptom card. So the symptoms and like little step by set. There's a step-by-step list of instructions for cool. the student because a lot of people like kind of don't know what to do and you don't yeah. want to do the wrong thing and put yourself in a right. bigger health crisis. Yeah, so. yeah, and I'm sure a teacher, if they don't know, mm-hmm. could have like the analysis paralysis or like just paralysis in general <laughs> yeah. of oh my gosh, what do I do and I don't know, you know, and and you want to get them to the nurse as soon as possible, right. but yet like even getting there sometimes is is it takes time and. Yeah. I know um, when we went to the school, um, when I was talking to the nurse here, um, she was saying that, you know, a lot of times they make sure that somebody goes with them Mm -hmm. so that, you know. Yeah, so uh, it it was a privilege if you got to escort me to the nurse in in elementary (laughs) school. Of course, who doesn't (laughs) want to get out of class for a few minutes, but... so, so that's cool. So how many, so you said you, you went to 40 schools? Yeah. So we had, we had 40 schools respond within Mesa and that was a mix of elementary schools, junior high schools and high schools. Cool. So I think we, we, we had done only two high school deliveries Okay. because a, a lot of times in high school, we, you're, you're already in your routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I have, I have, um, I have uh, fast acting sugars in my bag and I have like little protein bars or like mm-hmm. peanuts or walnuts or whatever in my bag. To, so you're prepared. Yeah. So a lot of people are prepared already. They already know, they know what works for them and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not, I don't carry juice boxes cause I know that, that really messes me up. Yeah. I have Starburst. I have airheads if I'm like really low and then I have like cliff bars. That's those, those three are like the perfect combo for setting up all my stuff. Cool. And the only, the only, like one of the only scenarios that a high school student would need it is if you forget to repack your stuff, which I have done. I've had to use three of my own emergency bags 
<laughs> since I delivered them uh, because I just didn't repack my bag and I completely forgot about it. So well, that's handy. Yeah. So they work. That, that, I, I can confirm they work. So yeah. But um, if you if you aren't in your routine or if you were like newly diagnosed, that's that's where the bags come into play. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like have this with you. They're or, a lot more handy yeah, because and, and, you just don't know and. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool, though. Yeah. And the same thing can apply if, if you don't have your stuff. You can just run to the nurse. Because a lot of times you have, like, a like tubberware container or an empty shoebox with all your supplies. Yeah. And if you're out of supplies, you can just yeah grab something uh, from the bags. So, wow, that's cool. Uh, those went, that, that was for high school. But elementary school, they got the bags. So mm-hmm. we, we, we did 10 bags per student. Mm-hmm. So we, we had, like, 123, uh, recorded from... That email we sent out, and we probably made close to two thousand just to have extras. Wow! And it was a good thing because after the project was done, we had several schools email me like, "Hey Nicholas, we heard about your project. Uh, we don't have any type ones, but we would love to have these supplies to be prepared. Just to be prepared, yeah, because yeah. you could no you you have no idea when you could have a new diagnosed a newly diagnosed student. They could transfer yeah. from another school, just moved. So uh, we we made. Uh, like another six or seven deliveries just from people that heard about the project. Wow. So that was, yeah, that was really cool. So those, those elementary schools got the bags uh, with all the fast acting sugars. Mm -hmm. They got the symptom cards, which also kind of double as like uh, bringing awareness and education to those other teachers that they see. So in the future, when they're either at school, not at school, they can kind of like, they they already know what's happening. So they can kind of bring some of their, like little knowledge, but some knowledge to the table, and um, that that was another like secondary component just to bring education and awareness to yeah. these type one students. A lot of people have no idea what to do. Like a lot of people think they have like some sort of idea, <laughs> and in reality they don't. But they got all their information from you know yeah, the internet. Yeah, so they, they, they bought a like they bought a how to diabetes book, <laughs> right. diabetes for dummies. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's. That's yeah. what we want to avoid, but they also we also uh, in we, we each had a box that we delivered to these elementary schools, and they had a nutritional food scale that we got probably the first week I was diagnosed. So okay. that one weird week of my life that I just wasn't doing anything. I was just at home. <laughs> that one but, weird week. Yeah, yeah, we just we found out at Bed Bath and Beyond, and uh, it's not really made for diabetes. It's probably for like dieting and other all those other. Um, like diets, like the keto diet, like Weight Watchers, yeah, and all exactly. That stuff. Yeah, and um, it counts carbohydrates. There's okay. a, there's a book with like over two and a half thousand codes, mm-hmm. and you have a handful of blueberries. You're like, well, this could be anywhere from like ten to twenty five carbs, and mm-hmm. if you dose ten carbs, it was twenty five carbs, and you're gonna be high. If you dose twenty five carbs, and it's ten carbs, and you're gonna go low. And we don't want to like, yeah. So that's where the scale comes in. That's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, um, because it. It definitely helps instead of just guessing. And I'm sure that even, you know, I mean, uh, packaging, you know, is great, but right. sometimes they don't tell you anything. They'll yeah. tell you and the ingredients, but yeah. they don't tell you, like... Yeah, and, and we have found very often that, like, if, if you look, if you have, if, if you go to, like, Raisin Cane's or something, mm-hmm. and you buy, like, the three-piece the three piece tenders, and you look up three chicken tenders carb counts and it's like oh it's it's 10 carbs it's like eh, no no it's not no <laughs> i hate to break it to you but wow. it, it's not so um 
uh, that 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 has two purposes in like an elementary school. Everyone's birthday is like their own like little crazy party. Oh yeah. So everyone yeah. brings in these giant Costco muffins or these big cookies and. You have no idea. They right. don't tell you anything on the box. Mm, they right. tell you what's in it. They don't tell you how many carbs are in it. So uh, for me, I would take my big Costco muffin, looking mm. really, really delicious. <laughs> Walk up to the nurse, bang, Costco muffin, and I would sit in the nurse looking at that muffin for 15 minutes while they looked up carb count info and try to just average it out. Like, yeah. Okay, well, this website says 60, this one says 84, and this one says 51. So, oh my gosh, yeah, so, so how do you really No one knows anything. Any yeah. So uh, with the scale, there's all sorts of different categories. There's fruits, vegetables, like starches, breads, desserts, fish, meat, there's so much stuff and Uh you can just plug in its respective code put on the scale and at least get something close to it yeah i'd rather i'd rather be close than underdose and go high or overdose and go low um so that that was a lifesaver because it if if we had no idea what to do because if if no one knows if like there's such a big variety and what it could be they would just put it in a bag and send me home with it i wouldn't even eat get the chance to eat it Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So I, I'd have this cupcake. Because then you miss out. You're yeah. missing out on all these yeah, things. Mean, that, that yeah. it, and, and it's easily preventable by having the scale and having the nurses and teachers educated. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, and and the last thing anybody wants is their, for their kid to be left out of anything. Yeah. Because it just, I mean, like you're trying to have the most normal life as possible. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then, you know, and then when stuff like that comes up, it's just, it's it, yeah. it just makes it more obvious that you're that you're different which yeah. different is not a bad thing yeah, it's not a bad but thing but it's still it's, yeah. it's a bummer yeah i mean you know every kid wants to be included in all yeah. that stuff so um what's the next step for your project uh well we've turned the whole project itself into a foundation and so cool. uh diabetic wellness initiative is the name Nice. And we have we're we're still working on everything. We we pretty much just got started and set up, but we just want to turn the whole project like more of a wide scale. So instead of just focusing on schools in Mesa, uh, we want to turn this more statewide, and maybe eventually, maybe go nationally. And mm-hmm. no idea how this would look, but if we go like internationally, that would be absolutely crazy. But we just want to focus on Arizona as a whole right now, because mm-hmm. we. There's, oh man, there's like 1,300 elementary schools in Arizona. That might be the wrong number, but it sounds right. But all these schools have some sort of need for these supplies. And not only the schools, but uh, YMCAs, domestic violence shelters, the homeless shelters, because they don't have anything. Because like the second, if, if anything bad happens to you, yeah. You're just taking like the necessary items. And a lot of people blank on the diabetes supplies. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we've seen that happen a few times with uh, some some people that we've met uh, along the way, and they don't have anything. Wow. So uh, al- already you're in a rough situation. Right. Whatever that may be. And trying to get that stuff replaced yeah, it, is it, not it easy. Is, yeah, it is very hard to do. So just the little bit of support mm-hmm. that we can try and provide it goes a long way to a lot of these people. So yeah. that's that's the main goal right now mm-hmm. is to focus more on the state, still focusing on the schools. We also want to branch out into other 
uh, areas in our communities. I, I know I'm going to work with, uh, I'm working on uh, trying to get with uh, lifeguards. I know uh, one of my friends is a lifeguard. Oh, that's And cool. she told me that they have, they have vending machines that have stuff that you can use, but at the same time, you have to like pay for that. So you're paying to save your own life. If, if you're in a position where you need what's in the vending machine and you don't have any money on you or you don't, you're, yeah. or it's not with you or right. like you, and like, that's a time issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, it's, there's not a lot of time mm-hmm. when it comes to like, oh, I yeah. need this now. I mean, and, the lifeguards are trained to like, okay, your, your blood sugar is low. You have to do this. Well, I can't do this. I don't have anything. Yeah. So they, they don't have the proper supplies. They know how to... Uh, they know how to treat hypo and hyperglycemia, mm-hmm. so highs and lows, but they don't have... They don't have the tools. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they, the they know what to do. They don't have the supplies. tools. So yeah. uh, I'm going to try and work my way up to find like head lifeguard person in Mesa Public Schools and uh, figure out some sort of That's way that we cool. can work that out because... Uh, my friend uh, texted me like, hey, we have to do diabetes training. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool. And she's like, yeah, so come to my pool if you ever have, like, issues. <laughs> and then she's like, actually, don't come to my pool. We have nothing. We don't have well, anything to use. when are they use. doing the diabetes training? Uh, so while, while you get, like, lifeguard trained. So mm-hmm. while, like, you're learning, like, how to save lives, it's not only drowning and, like, hitting your head. But right. they also want to focus on, like, the medical issues. So, so do they... Do they so as part of what you're going to do is maybe maybe you could go there and be a part of their training and like speak to them for a half hour, 20 yeah, minutes or I, something. I don't know what that's going to look like, but uh, a lot of the boxes that we delivered to schools had a letter kind of explaining the project and like the point of it. And we could very easily like re, we, we could we could adjust the letter to like talk about, hey, like, here's, here's, and... here's how you would do it yeah. uh, in your uh, situation. So if you, as a lifeguard, like, hey, you know, you can have these. Have the kid sit down, dry his hands off, um, in from the, like all the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that they're like clean and like. Okay, so you're just thinking you'll adjust it for each different place yeah, that yeah, instead of just having the schools, like, because yeah. it would be different if they're yeah, because swimming or yeah, and um, again, a lot of people when they swim, their blood sugar doesn't do anything. Mine, mine go down fast. Really? So uh, I had to, I, I had to sit out in. Uh, middle school PE when they went swimming because there's 35 kids in a class and it's like oh my one type 1 diabetic oh no when half the kids are like fighting so yeah (laughs) there's there's not a lot of things happen Uh, you you can't just focus on one kid the entire time instead of the other 34 and vice versa so um, just to keep it simple I was like hey you know what this probably isn't a good idea yeah so I'm just gonna sit out, but uh, yeah. Back to like the lifeguards. They they they, they already know how to uh, treat uh, highs and lows with okay. type ones, but it, just to have them get the supplies okay. would be huge. Yeah, I'm sure that there's gonna be like way more questions. Um, but thanks for like answering all of my questions because I, I really don't know anything, and I feel like there's a lot of people who probably don't know anything, yeah. even people that you. That know you. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people yeah. that... My, my friends only know so much yeah. about, like, what's going on. I mean, it, it helps them that they've, like, they've, they've grown up with me along mm-hmm. this journey, but they don't know, like, the full hands-on effect. Yeah. They just see me, like, joke around, like, oh, like, yeah. I'm in trouble. It's like... Yeah. And you probably don't like to sit around and just talk about, you know, it's 
not a topic that people want to yeah i mean like like, (laughs) i I can like dumb it down for them but i mean we just want to like go do something else (laughs) right yeah yeah you don't want to sit around talking about it all day so well that's cool well thanks for for doing this and absolutely um, thanks for having me I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. If you would like more information on how to get involved with the Diabetic Wellness Initiative or how you can donate supplies or just money to purchase supplies, please visit diabeticwellnessinitiative.org. For future episodes of Next Level Awareness, make sure you subscribe and leave a review so others can find us as well. Thanks so much.